Slat, slat. Okay. Crossfire Podcast, episode 30. Here we go. Let's get into it, Matt Stein. Hello, and welcome back to the Procrastinated Podcast. I am your host, Matthew B. Stein. Thank you so much for joining me. Today is currently March 14th of 2021. So, because of that, it's a special day. If you don't know, you'll learn in this episode. Uh, Because today is this day, we're going to go back a year ago today to when I received an email from Butler University telling me that my extended spring break is no longer an extended spring spring break. Uh, and we're just going to cover really the, the year since then, because I, and I know this has been done a lot and COVID has been over talked, uh, talked about too much and whatever, but, um, I was supposed to have a guest onto this week's episode fell through. So we're just going to go with this year in review, roll it intro time now. Thank you. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Procrastinated Podcast, episode 30. We got the Steph Curry up here. Up, t- I'm going to take these off already. No, let's see him on for the intro. Uh, Steph Curry episode, back up in here. You know what it is. I'm here. Matthew B. Stein, you're here. Um, It's a weird day. I don't know. I don't really know how to start this episode. It's a weird day. This, this week's episode is about the year in review. Today is Sunday, March 14th. It's currently 6.42 p.m. Not really that important. What's important is it's March 14th of 2021. Exactly one year ago today, at 11.49 p.m., I got an email from the president of, Uni- of the president of Butler University, James Danko, and he told us, I'll just read the one bolded sentence. As a result of what we know at this point in time, I have reached a very difficult decision that it is in best it is in the best interest of our students and community, both campus and surrounding, that Butler close its residential housing until at least April 4th, a date consistent with our announced move to online learning. I also recommend that students who live in Greek chapter houses or rental properties adjacent to campus return to their permanent residences during this time. So that email I received it a year ago today and a lot has happened since then. A lot of things have happened for a lot of different people. So many different things have happened. All right, now I'm going to take this off. Now that we're past the intro and you know what, what's going on in this week's episode. My eyebrows, are my eyes farther apart than normal? (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Who cares? It's been a long year. It's been a long time. Uh, A lot has happened. Even this, like I said, this followed an email saying that we only had a week and a half of spring break. That's what they told us on like March 9th, just a couple of days before we got this email. Uh, that didn't pay that. And, and when I heard that news, I was like, hmm, okay, I'll, I'll always take a spring break. An extended spring break though? Yes, please, please give me that. And I thought at that time, I was like, we're probably going to go back. I feel like there's a good chance we'll go back. I mean, I had some sense of doubt, absolutely. But I was thinking, I mean, I think it's more likely we go back than that we, than that we don't. Because, I mean, just, I didn't expect, no, like, not many, I mean, people expected, but people like me did not expect things to blow up the way they did. Um, But we're here now, a year later. So, I figured I would break down this past year. I broke it up into, I think, let me see, four windows, I believe. Quarantine. Summer. Back to school. Winter break. This semester. And we're just going to go through those four. Four? 
five, sorry, I don't know how to count, five chapters and just slice them up, see what happened each time and how we've gotten to where we are now and how different things are from now, how different I am from then and just review it all, honestly. So without further ado, let's get right into it. As you know, I start each episode with <coughs> this day in history, only have one thing for this day in history and it's not on the day you're watching this, March 16th, it's actually from today, March 14th. A year ago today, we got this email saying we have the extended break, as I mentioned. That's that's the only thing we're marking from this day in history, just because that's what this episode is all about. So, let's start back then. I think everybody remembers when everything got shut down. It was an incredible time. It really started with the sports world for me, is when I realized, damn, okay, this might be, this might be legit. This might be, something serious might be going on here maybe we got to like this, maybe something to actually pay attention to because at the beginning, I remember feeling like it's whatever. I'm in a small town, Indiana. It's not going to get to me. It's not nothing I should really worry about or have to worry that much about. Not that I shouldn't worry about it, but just have more, shouldn't worry that much about it because to be honest, COVID wasn't really a problem in Wabash, the town, small town I was in for the longest time. It really like, cause small town, and in this small town, people don't really go anywhere. They kind of just stick to their small town. So it's kind of, it's not like it's a separated community, but the, the, the traveling in and out is, is limited. And we'll say that. So I just didn't think much about it, but then sports world got shut down and I was like, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe not. And as time went on, just, a, I think sports world got shut down. I want to say on the 12th, that's when I think all the tournaments got shut down or maybe the 11th. And then the 14th, we got this email saying, uh, yeah, you're not coming back to the 4th so at, at the earliest April 4th. So, I mean, that wasn't even in, in uh, like a solid date. And I remember getting that email and thinking once we got that email, I was like, April 4th. I mean, that's not far away. It's like three or four weeks. That's not bad. Um, I don't know how I feel about it though. It didn't seem legitimate. Uh, it laid, it ended up not being legitimate. We ended up getting the year pushed back. Uh, actually the season semester obviously being can canceled, I guess we never went back to campus. So, uh, it was just a, a weird time and it's still in that weird time. I'm sorry. I'm not really following what I said I was going to follow. So following that email, we then delved into quarantine, the great time that everybody remembers so well. Really, again, I'm using we're probably a couple times in this episode, but unprecedented times. Never expected that I would be stuck at home, being told that I should stay home and do nothing with my family members. Um, but that's what happened. We we were we were told by the government and the powers that be that we should stay home and do as little as possible and not leave our houses, which is a very bizarre thing to be told, especially once I I, I had the beginning of that semester. And it was a great time. It was like the best three months of my life or whatever, at least I thought uh, at the time. Still kind of do, but we'll see. Grass is always greener. And then I'm told to just stay home with my brother and live it up. Uh, it was a major curveball to say the least. I remember I really just spent most of my time in quarantine hanging out with my brother, Jack Stein, as much as possible. And that really was a very fruitful time. I was really glad I was able to spend that time with him because uh, he needed a break. I don't, I don't know if I needed a break as much like spring break kind of seemed like a solid break for me. Cause that's what I expected for my semester. Um, but our, our break ended up being extended obviously, but it was a great, it honestly was a really great time. I, we played a lot of video games. We, uh, we, we like not traveled, but we 
adventured a little bit. We hung out with our good friend, brother from another, Tyler Long, my birthday twin as well. His birthday is also June 20th. We hung out with him, really just tried to kill as much time as, or kill time as much as possible. Um, we played a lot of golf as well, quarantine golf. That was a big thing. That really almost somewhat saved the quarantine. It was really fantastic because as the weather started to get nicer, um, cause it was like mid March when all this happened, obviously. So it was like turning into spring. Uh, and as the weather started to get pretty nice, a lot of people started to golf a lot. Uh, and the golf course just said, go have fun. Everybody go golf. Uh, which was really good. I, I don't know how it ended up being for their business cause they weren't making any money, but it got people to play golf that probably didn't normally play golf. And people just wanted to get outside at that point. And we played golf. It was so much fun. I actually have all of the scorecards from all of the rounds in my car still. I want, I should go back and look at them. I, I, it was just a really great time. Um, I say, sorry, I pause because I say great time, but like, it was such a weird time too. Cause I didn't know, you know, we didn't know what was going on. Just absolutely bizarre. We just like, like I said, try, just tried to waste as much time. It was really weird. Just trying to pass time was the goal. There's nothing else really we could do. And I wasn't even really doing, like I had school, but like I was barely doing school just because like, it was so confusing and also like I wasn't didn't feel any motivation for school really at the time I just kind of wanted to live life you know because I I didn't have to go to school it didn't seem like I was at home it's so hard to f actually focus on school when you're not at school so I was just vibing living my life at home living it up and then we slowly made our way out of it and we heard oh warm weather we're gonna we're gonna get past it we're gonna get out of it so then we move on to summer chapter two of the year since then so this summer I worked again, I spent a lot of time with my brother. That's really kind of the theme of the first two chapters of this year since COVID uh, and worked with him the whole entire summer. We uh, ran, worked at the bar that my family owns for now, for the time being. And we followed guidelines a little bit for a, a couple weeks or a month or two, trying like wearing your masks all the time. We didn't really wear gloves, probably should have, but whatever. Uh, try to follow the guidelines, follow the rules, behave. Eventually, Indiana got to the point where they just didn't really care anymore, especially the county that we were in at the time. They didn't really care, so then we loosened up the restrictions, stopped really wearing masks. Uh, the health department cared, but, you know, the people in that area didn't think it existed. They were of the opinion that, uh, you know, you got to live your life. And who is the government to tell me that I have to wear a mask all the time? All of that, you know, the opinion that, that we were that of that brain thought process. That's where we were. So it was kind of good. Actually, after that summer kind of opened up, it became somewhat of a normal summer. Honestly, uh, there was less customers as you'd expect. Not, a, not a total open summer, but I was surprised at the difference of people, um, who were out and about still. It seemed like a relatively normal summer. July 4th, I remember, was not like a crazy busy day as, as it normally is. It's normally just slammed from beginning to end, but it was not that way. It was like somewhat eerie that there weren't that many people there. Um, I realized I jumped forward to July 4th, but we have to definitely cover the middle part of my semester. June 13th is a very specific date in my summer, a very defining moment date in my summer. I was at the bar. It was just like another Thursday evening or whatever, just a normal day. I didn't think much of it. But then I got a text from my friend Peekaboo Saunders and my friend Gage Miller saying that um, my friend Cody Beeks was up in Michigan. He was with his family. Um, I knew about that, but he was with his family and he apparently got in a very bad accident. 
something bad happened. He was there just riding four wheelers and he is not in good condition. That took him to the hospital. Um, and I didn't really know what was going on. And then it was shortly later told me that, uh, he had passed away. Um, my good friend, Cody Paul Beeks, he passed away at the age of 20 on July 13th, late at night. Um, and I really didn't know what to think at that time. This was also, I'm, I'm sorry if this isn't the most entertaining episode. I just feel it's important for me and I want to personally cover this stuff the year since then because it's what it, it's my life. Like it's, it's a, been a crazy year and it's been like exactly a year on the dot since we got this extended break. So I figured it's a good idea to cover it. Uh, especially since so many things have happened to me, uh, and to the world. And also, I was, like, as I mentioned, I was supposed to have Jenna Hadley on as a guest, fell through. So this was a, a quick substitute plan. Again, I'm sorry if it's not the most entertaining, but like, I just, I just derailed my story to key point. I don't know what I'm doing. So I apologize. But after I got that news, I didn't really know what to think. It, it didn't seem real. My good friend from high school that I attempted to move in with my senior year was apparently dead and I didn't know it. He was in Michigan. I had no way of like really, I mean, their word, obviously I trusted their word, but there's no way of actually proving it. And what followed that next week was just the weird and weirdest and most confusing life week of my life that I'll probably ever have. And I can, I can say that confidently. I know I'm only 20 years old and so many things can happen now. I'm going to have a child maybe at some point, all of these things, but I can confidently say the week of June 13th to June 21st, which is nine, actually eight days, but whatever, was the most weird and confusing week of my whole entire life. Didn't really know how to process any of it. I was still working at the bar every day, going to work. But in my mind, the whole entire time thinking about like what else is going on. The fact that my best friend that I had known and loved was now no longer around. And I remember just like slowly falling into chaos, not chaos, I, I mean, it's hard for me to really describe how I was feeling because I felt numb for the longest time. I just didn't know what was going on. Um, I was trying to understand how I felt, but I couldn't really do that. I was trying to um, also keep my cool because my, my emotions were all, all out of whack. I was trying to, to make th make things make sense as much as possible. I remember there was one time I had went to work uh, and at the, when I got to work, I had to like move some things around. I think like some, some cases of beer or something. I was moving things around and I placed my keys somewhere. And then when it came around to the, later in the day, I, uh, I was ready to go home, um, but I couldn't find my keys. I looked everywhere for them, flipped my couch, brother's couch upside down, looked all the way through the kitchen, looked through the, the, all the drawers and everything, couldn't find them. I ultimately ended up getting really angry. Um, and I, I ran, like, I, I was like, where are my keys at? Where am I? Oh, okay. That's a little exaggerated. I wasn't that excited, but I was like, where are my keys at? Looking through everything, trying to find them. I couldn't find them. Um, and ultimately I, I just gave up. I just got angry because I really wanted to go home. And I, at this point, my, like being in control of the situation was so important to me because I could feel like I didn't have control over anything else. So I, um, just got really confused. I got angry and I ultimately darted out of the bar, went to like the back, like the, the back portion of it where they have some tables. Um, and I sat on those tables and I just had, I put my hands in my fists and I tried to, I didn't really try to calm myself down, but I was trying to cool down a little bit. Um, but then I just, I just started crying and I, I didn't know, I didn't know. I just, 
I had reached a tipping point. Honestly, I just couldn't. I, I, I figured I can't control the big things going on around me, around me, and I can't even control where my keys are. I can't even keep track of my own keys. So what the what the heck is going on? I don't know. I don't know. I can't do anything. It seems like nothing can seem to go right. Um, and that was just one of the bad events that happened during that week. Also during that week, I locked myself out of my car two times. I locked myself. Out. So I went, uh, maybe it was that next night. It honestly may have been the next night. Like think about it. It was just in the span of the week. So a lot of bad things happened just in the span of the week. So they were days apart or subsequent days that th these things happened. So I went home from work, just a normal, like how I normally do. It's like a 50 minute drive from Warsaw where the bar is to Fort Wayne. And I got home uh, and I was, my plan was to go to my mom's in Fort Wayne, get clothes. That's where most of my clothes were. And then drive to Wabash because that's where the viewing and everything was. So I got in my car, I drove home, I got my stuff, um, kind of took, took in the moment a little bit. I think I took some videos on my phone, um, just like discussing the moment, how I was getting my clothes to go to my friend's viewing and all of these things. Absolutely chaotic moment. Um, and I got all my clothes that I thought I needed got in my car. I was ready to go back to Wabash. Felt like everything was going all right. Um, as I was leaving the neighborhood, I realized that I didn't have my dress shoes because I, and I needed my dress shoes at the funeral just because that's important. You need them. And, um, I went back to my mom's house. I just turned around. It was like 30 seconds that I had to drive back. I went and got my shoes. And as I, uh, I just like quickly ran inside to get my shoes. I even left my car running. And as I came back outside to unlock my door, I went to pull the handle and it wouldn't budge. Um, and I, <laughs> from there, I didn't really know what to do. I was now locked out of my car while it was running in my mom's driveway in Fort Wayne, Indiana, where in, when the only spare key to my car was in Wabash, which was 45 minutes away. I also had forgot to mention that at this time, it was approximately like 2.45 a.m. Um, so it was the middle of the night. So then I, I went back inside, I woke up my mom and I told her what happened and she, um, being a fantastic mom, damn, I'm getting a little choked up right now. This is crazy. <laughs> uh, being a fantastic mom that she is, she woke up, obviously she decided to ask me what I wanted to do. Um, and ultimately we decided to hop in the car and drive to Fort or to Wabash and back to get my keys. So that's what we did. Hopped in the car. Um, it was a very quiet uh, drive. I don't remember much that we talked about, um, but my mom could probably tell that I was just freaking out. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know what I was doing. Yet again, another situation where it's small. Um, it's not a major deal, uh, but I lost control a little bit and it just sent me like spiraling. I just couldn't control anything. So we got the keys. Hooray. Got the keys. We did it. Um, I actually had to go wake up my dad when I got back to ask him where the keys were. He said they were just in the drawer. Should have been able to find them without asking him. It's okay. Uh, then I left. We drove 45 minutes back to Fort Wayne. And we got back at like 4.45 in the morning. Maybe about 5 a.m. Uh, unlocked my car. Uh, and I decided, I was thinking, uh, should I still drive back to Wabash? Decided not to. Um, I stayed there. Drove there in the morning. Then we had the viewing and the funeral. And at the viewing, there was a super long line. Because his parents, uh, head of... Um, what emergency services ahead of uh dispatch that's what it's head of dispatch the people that tell oh we need an ambulance need a police car all, all, all those things also his father's a f uh, firefighter these things are very much a brotherhood so when um they lost their child their only child uh 
millions of people showed up. Not actually, but it seemed like it. And this is at the peak of COVID and there were like 1,500 people in the building. It was a very crazy time. Somewhat reckless, but also it didn't really, there was no, no problem arose from the situation. So it was kind of surprising. Um, but there was a big long line. It was this, in this church that happened to have a gym. Also, uh, I'm going to keep telling the story. I don't even care. So there was a gym in the, in the, in the church that the plate, that the viewing was in. Um, and I could not, I was too, way too antsy to stand in that line. I could not stand still for that long. Um, just like with my thoughts waiting to go see them and see the casket. I could not do that. I was not physically able. So I went down the hallway to the gym, um, shot around. I actually talked with this guy who was like one of the youth ministers there or something. We had a conversation about religion for like what seemed like 40 minutes to an hour. The line must have taken forever. I really kind of wish that guy wasn't there, but also maybe it was a better thing that he was there just because it was probably good for me to just have somebody around, um, even though we weren't like homies or whatever. But uh, And we didn't have to really talk about something that I wanted to talk about at that time. I was kind of just like, kind of just wanted to do exactly my own thing. Um, wasn't able to do that, but we still talked and it was a pretty fruitful conversation. It was very, um, it filled the time and it was like a weird sign. I don't know. Um, it was bizarre, but anyways, uh, my fam, my parents stayed in line the whole time. They slowly made their way till the end of the line and I decided to join them. Um, and so like there's the, the long, long line and then the long, long line then gets into like the main part of the church and everybody sat in these chairs. Um, and then once you like your row got cycled through. Then you went into the shorter line that was inside the main part of the church that you finally went up to see the casket. And along the way, there are all these pictures of Cody and all of these things. And, um, so I had to deal with that line. I couldn't avoid that line, unfortunately. So that whole time that we were in that line, it wasn't that long. It would say it was like 30 people long, maybe. Um, I was dancing around. I was looking at the pictures. I was walking around. I was pacing, going back and forth, back and forth, basically walking in circles around my parents just because I couldn't stand still. Um, and I, uh, we've slowly made our way to the front of the line and we saw the parents and the beaks. Um, I, I saw the casket. I saw my friend laying in the casket. Um, and, uh, as I got there, um, I, couldn't really control myself. I didn't really know what to, how to respond. Um, so Cody's, I believe, cousin, Tabby, she came up and gave me a hug. And um, right as she gave me that hug, I just burst. I just exploded. I couldn't, as much as I wanted to try and fight my emotions and muscle through it, I just couldn't anymore. Um, and maybe I shouldn't have from the, from the beginning, but I, it, it burst. I couldn't take it anymore. And I just straight up wept on her shoulder um, in front of everybody I'd had, as I had just been dancing around through that whole entire line with a bright red and white striped shirt on. Um, and I just, I just wept uncontrollably. I could not control it. Um, and it's the most vulnerable I've ever felt in my life, perhaps. Uh, it's, it's, it's incredible. I, it's the most vulnerable I felt ever felt in my life. That's for sure. Um, and then after that, I gave my, I gave the beaks a hug. I took a long look at Cody, um, tried to process it. Um, and then I stormed out of there because I couldn't take it anymore. I didn't know what to do. Just stormed out of there. And as I stormed out of there, as I left the main part of the church, um, my chemistry teacher and soccer coach and 
good friend, family friend, family friend of the Beaks as well, came and gave me a hug um, and said, if you ever need anything, even come over for dinner or anything, you're more than welcome. Uh, anything you need, we're here for you. Um, and he was had tears running down his face, as did I. Uh, I don't know, man. This week, that, that week from June 13th to the June 21st really kind of defines the whole entire year. Um, uh, and so, so this, the viewing was on like the 18th or 19th of June 20, um, June of 2020. And then like a day or two later was the, was the funeral, which, <laughs> oh my God, the funeral, uh, happened to actually be on my birthday, June 20th of 2020. I turned 20 years old. Uh, it was my golden birthday. Uh, where I saw my best friend from high school that I tried to move in for a week when I was the most depressed I've ever been in my whole entire life. He was buried on my golden birthday. Uh, like, are you, are you fucking kidding me? I'm trying to, trying to swear less in this podcast. And I think I'm doing a good job, but like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? I, I still, I, I, I really still struggle to cope with it now. Um, I, I still tr struggle to wrap my mind around the whole idea that that actually happened. That tr actually happened. Uh, that's life. That's, that's 2020 for you, honestly. That's what this whole year has been. It's been just chaos with unexplained words and not much explanation to go around. It's been just a, a, a goddamn whirlwind is what it's been. Um, uncontrollable chaos is really what it's been. So rather than self-inflicted chaos, it's been just uncontrollable chaos. And that was like the, the peak of, that was the, the heat of the summer, the middle of the summer. Uh, after that, I kind of can, can lived in la la land for about two or three weeks. I still didn't really understand what was going on. I was kind of just like crying, trying to keep my chin up, trying to stay the course. Um, and I did. I I got through it. I persevered, kind of. Um, I mean, obviously, you can sell. There, you can tell there's still lasting effects. But I got through it. Uh, I then made my way to school, or towards the end of the summer, I started to see schools coming up. Oh damn, we about to get back to normal life, baby. We about to get back to work. We about to go see my friends. We about to have a social life again. Oh my goodness, things are coming back around. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So, uh, right before I get to school, this guy decides to come into the bar that we own and he says he wants to buy the place which is incredible news some people when i've told them that they're like oh nah, that's great news that's exactly the news we wanted here he offered a price that my dad was more than happy to accept and this was like august 1st it seemed like oh shit things are really changing i'm going back to school the bar is being sold oh my goodness can anything else go right right now oh my god so then i go to school uh, and it's, a uh, I, I hang out with this girl, Jackie Bontrager, who I hung out with shortly before everything got shut down. Uh, and it's fantastic. We're having a great time hanging out together. I then go back home when the bar is supposed to be closed and get sold upon. Um, does not get sold. The guy who went, to, who wanted to buy the bar, there's some complications in his personal life. It doesn't really pan out that way. It's not, it doesn't, it just doesn't work out. And that, um, is a hiccup, but it's okay. That's. For me personally, I was thinking, it's okay. 
because uh, like the date it didn't get canceled but the date got pushed back so they were supposed to agree on it say august 15th the, get, the date got pushed back to october 15th so like it got delayed but it wasn't over but i go back to school uh and then i just try and focus on school i just try and stick to my grind stick stay the course get what i need to do get done what i need to get done really try and do my own thing and thrive and do what i can this girl jackie and i keep hanging out it actually slowly turns into a relationship in late August. We decided we want to start dating. Uh, and it's really, it was really the first relationship I had as an adult. Uh, like I had, a, I had talked to girls in high school and whatever, and I had like a relationship freshman year, but that was high school. It wasn't really relationships. It was just, you know, it was my first like mature relationship really is what it was. Uh, so we, we, we dated really that whole semester. Um, I didn't really have a friend group really because like I had my friends from last year before everything got shut down, but we were all in our different areas and also COVID. So like we were hard, it was hard to hang out with each other, especially all of us, which still was a lot, but it was hard to hang out with each other. So then, um, I was kind of just living my life. I was going to school. I was turning my assignments in. I was doing my best to get everything done. Uh, we had this like hybrid semester where everybody was trying to figure it out. Didn't have any know what was going to pan, how the semester was going to be. But once we got used to like the online setting, it was it was honestly pretty all right. I look back upon it as a fantastic semester. I got to hang out with Jenna Hadley a lot. I got a girlfriend that was smoking hot that I got to hang out with a lot of we as lot as well. Got to go outside, um, live my life, kinda. Um, I would really wish I would have had like that group of friends that I could hang with. But you know, that's okay. It actually worked out for the better because. For the first time in my life, I finished that semester with straight A's, baby. Let's go. Straight A's. That's big time. Um, I was always told I had the capability to get straight A's. I always thought I had the capability to get straight A's, even from like a young as a young kid. But it never really... I didn't have any evidence to back it up, basically. But last semester, I finally did it. I got them straight A's. I proved to myself that I was capable of doing that. And that was a huge deal. I was actually really proud of myself. Um, when I got straight A's, I expected the world to be all green and fantastic and everything opened up for me. Didn't quite work out that way, unfortunately. I just kind of got a pat on the back and my parents said they were proud of me, which was cool, but you know, would have been nice if there were some fireworks, maybe a gift or two, you know, maybe, um, doves fly out every single time I walk into a room or something, you know, smoke machines and the whole nine. That would have been nice. Didn't get it, but it still felt good, you know? So, um, with that, that was kind of how the semester rounded out. Jackie and I were still dating. I had gotten straight A's. I, I looked back upon it as a really good semester. Um, but I started to get tired of school at the end because we just went like nine weeks or 15 weeks of school just straight through. And that was a grind, an absolute grind. So we get to winter break. They tell us we have two months off for winter break. So that's a good news. That's really good news. Um, and uh, so I just kind of chill the whole time. I kind of just like, uh, so I'm thinking, I just went grinded through school. I made it through. Now I'm just going to chill out, try and build, build that energy back that we lost during the semester because it was a long one. Um, and I'm just hanging out with my brother, really. Um, by this time, COVID actually had become a concern in Wabash because like I said, nobody really traveled anywhere in my small town. But once they had gotten to winter and COVID really had time to to spread it started to become a little bit more of a concern not like it was a, a crazy concern but it was something to think about you had to be definitely more aware of it um it was cold so not much you could really do i still tried to spend as much time as i could with my brother and tyler long my brothers if you will 
Uh, and it was a pretty good recharge. It was what I needed. Spent a lot of time with my brothers and my pups and my family. It was a really good time. Didn't spend really any time at all with Jackie. Uh, we barely even talked, to be totally honest. It was kind of weird that that happened, but also, like, the way our relationship was, we kind of just leaned on each other's presence. Um, it was really more of a quality time relationship than anything else, which is kind of weird looking back on it, but, like, that's what it was, and I enjoyed it a lot, and it was very fruitful, and it was a healthy relationship for both of us. Um, but it was just odd that we didn't talk over break much. I just was, it caught me off guard a little bit, because I would have expected to talk or FaceTime more, but we didn't really. And anytime we FaceTimed, I immediately felt that, like, oh, I miss this lady. I want to go see her. I want to spend time with her. I want to hang out with her. Um, and she felt the same way. But that was winter break. Like I said, family time, basically family time, dog time downtime uh this is really what sums up with the winter break it was it was a pretty good time honestly I, I don't remember much of it it seems like kind of a blur but uh it was a quality time it was a much needed break absolutely and much like any break as i got towards the end of it i started thinking okay now school is coming back uh i'm ready to go back to school this has been like two months off I'm, I'm ready to go back i need to get back to my landscape i need to get back to me land and I was excited about it. I moved in. I moved back down like January 26th. Um, and that same day, I hung out with Jackie Von Traeger. But when I hung out with her, it didn't quite go as I planned. It was kind of um, somewhat surprising. It was the first day I got back. She was the first person I decided to hang out with. And um, she ended up telling me that uh, she had like mixed feelings. And it was really interesting. Um, and we ended up deciding to actually break up which I didn't expect, uh, but I was okay with because of the way it went about. And we agreed. We basically said, um, our relationship has not changed at all. Other than the fact that you can't call me your boyfriend and I can't call you my girlfriend. And at the time I was like, are you kidding me, dude? Are, are you joking? Is that where we're at? That's how great life is right now. That was incredible. Uh, and then, then those next few days from that day until like the five days that I had the, until class start life was amazing. Life was, I was on such a, a high of life. I was back at school. The smoking hot girl says she's still into me, but we're going to break up. So I have freedom to do my thing. And it was incredible. I couldn't believe my eyes. I remember there's one time where I was going on a drive to go to a mall. Uh, and I was uh, jamming music because it was like a pretty nice day outside. I pulled up to a stop or a red light. Looked to my mom as I'm as I looked to my right as I was jamming out, and there was a mom driving a minivan, and she started jamming out with me. It was a fantastic time. That really kind of just divined the whole entire vibe. It was incredible. But obviously, those five days came to an end. School started, and from there, um, we kind of get to where we're at now. This semester has been um, it's been a it's been a doozy. We'll say that. We'll we'll say that. Um, I really, this semester has been a growing up for me a lot. I've gotten a job with school. I've gotten an intern, I've looked at internships. I've applied to internships. I'm talking with professionals in the working land, in the working landscape or whatever. I'm doing my best to be a professional, go get them, do those things that I need to do to take that step forward in life. And I feel like I am, and I feel like I'm making those steps, but at the same time, I feel like I'm making those steps in sand. Like, I'm not seeing any forward progress. I'm not seeing anything change. I'm not feeling anything change. I have even got a planner. That's crazy to me. I even got a planner. Uh, but I'm not seeing anything change. I wasn't sure why. And I'm still not sure why. 
it really, it's weird how the semester has dragged on to where it is now. Um, I don't know. It's hard to describe. Uh, I, it's like, I just can't get my feet under me. I can't get things to like, feel like they're going in a direction. You know, I can't, I just can't piece it together. And that's not just me. This is how a lot of my friends feel as well. This semester has been so chaotic, but yet so not so uneventful at the same time. It's really been unbearable almost in some ways. It's I've found myself these past few weeks, specifically this past week and a half, when I'm with my friends or whoever I'm with, um, we'll get to a point in the conversation where we'll both agree that like life doesn't feel real right now. We're just like in this uncontrollable chaos that we don't understand completely and life just isn't quite real. Like something's not right. Last week, a Butler student actually passed away and I didn't think it would affect me just because I didn't know the kid, but it has had an effect on me. It's crazy to think that one of the students here was struggling with his problem so much that he, we don't know exactly what happened, but I believe he overdosed or, or, or it may have been a suicide of some sort. And I just, that, like, you know what I mean? That's just what I have. It's so, hmm? Yep. Yeah, who? Have you heard? Huh? That's how I feel right now. And it's, it's, it's a lot. It's, it's, I, I I'm, yeah, I'm, we're all, I'm sorry, everybody's so, so fed up. I really, we're on our last nerve. I can't, ugh. I don't know how we're going to make it to the end of the semester is really where I'm at right now. I have a whole week of classes ahead of me. Uh, I, I don't, it's kind of just surviving week by week. We're trying to just make it through each week and take it step by step, which I know is what I have to do. But like, it's getting harder and harder each time, man. It's really getting be, be harder and harder every single time, every single week, every single day. The assignments keep coming um, as you'd expect them to, but they just keep coming. We didn't get a break. Uh, after the student died and everything's happened and they decided they weren't going to give us a spring break, Butler sent out an email, take this weekend off, make it a BUB well weekend, work on your focus on your mental health, get outside, do something fun, go to a mall, go on a walk, blah, 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 blah. And they decided, and they said, we'll tell your professors, suggest your preference that they, they push their assignments back and you have no homework due on Monday and you have the weekend off to really relax. That's not how it panned out. That's not how it worked out. Uh, I, I did go to the zoo this weekend. That was a great time. That was a fantastic time. I spent quality time with my friends. I spent quality time with quality friends, people that I want to spend time with and I want to be with, and I really get recharged by being with them. But I still, as I sit here on Sunday, I am absolutely drained. I have nothing left to give, and I don't know what the rest of the semester looks like. And I still feel like I need to do even more. I need to talk to more professionals. I need to do this. I need to work on my podcast more. I need to make it better. I need to write more emails. I need to do more projects. I need to work harder on my projects to make them even better. And it just doesn't stop. Um, and I get it. This is like what life turns into. It's just work after a while. But like, I, as a 20 year old, we can only give so much. I can only give so much. I can only extend myself so far. And when I extend myself as far as I can, and I reach a point that I like, and feel like I'm trying my best to make all of the things happen and things are happening. Yes, but I'm trying my best to keep those things happening and keep things moving forward in a positive direction and really help myself move forward. But as I'm doing that, I'm feeling myself just run out of gas. I have nothing left to give. I have nothing left to extend myself even further. 
and I really feel like I've just ran out of tape, honestly, that I really need a reload, and I don't know where it's going to come from. We have no spring break. We have no break lined up. We can only take so many BUB well weekends for them to feel like, for Butler to feel like they're doing something, and I don't know what is next. And I'm very nervous about what the rest of the semester looks like for me, my friends, and everybody involved. And we're going to see how it plays out. And I don't know how it's going to work out. But we're going to try and survive, I guess. We're going to ride the wave. And it's going to be a wild one. And I'm probably not prepared for it. But we got to try and get through it, I guess. Um, and I don't, I, don't, I don't know how it's going to play out. I really don't. Um, I don't know if you can tell the tone of my voice and how I'm behaving and how I'm acting, but it's, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a whole lot. So, um, speaking of a whole lot, this whole year has been a whole lot. So I figured it's, it's good if we round it out with one question. What's different within me from last year to today? So last year I was a freshman in college. Now I'm a junior in college. Uh, I was 19. Now I'm 20. I have had a five-month five relationship since, since then. I have started a podcast that I've been doing for now six and a half months. I have become closer with my good friends. I have made new good friends. I have also grown apart from old friends. I have... Um, is that it? Oh, and good news. The bar is being potentially sold. as And it's been sold, agreed upon on being sold, and not sold for multiple times since then. Um... My brother has figured out kind of what he's doing with his life for, for the foreseeable future. That's not me, but it's important to me, so I'm going to add it in there. Um, what else is there? I lost a very dear friend. I lost, So I, I made new friends. I grew apart from old friends. I lost good friends. I have tried to learn a lot about myself in this process. Have I? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Uh, I feel like I have, but I feel like I haven't as all. At the, I feel like I've learned as just as much as I have gotten confused by. And that kind of defines everything that's happened since March 14th of 2020. It's been a year. It's been a long one. And it doesn't seem that the chaos is over yet. Hopefully it is by the time we get to the next school semester. But who knows? We will see. <laughs> Sorry, it's kind of ending on like a stale note here, but that this is where I'm at. I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> it's crazy. So, since this is the Procrastinated Podcast, TPP, Matthew B. Stein, the host of TPP, episode 30, uh, I figured it's March. Last year, the tournament got canceled. This year, the tournament is back, baby. It's all in Indiana. Huge deal. So I figured it'd be fun if I fill out the bracket. So I'll be right back in a second to fill out my bracket, I believe. We'll see. Uh, with the corner flag. We'll be right back. Give me a sec. Okay, we're back. Uh, and thank you for being patient and bearing with me. We are back here now with the corner flag. Woo, woo, woo. So for the corner flag, as I mentioned, last year's tournament got canceled. Now we have this year's tournament, which is back on all in Indiana. Can't wait. Oh boy. Oh boy. I'm volunteering as well. I think I have to get approved, but they're doing a background check. Uh, I have a pretty clean background, so hopefully it get ha gets to happen. But I figured for the corner flag, it would be fun if I would fill out my bracket. So uh, as you can see, it's in the bottom right corner and we're going to see, we're going to pick a winner here. I don't know 
Well, I don't even really know who's in the tournament, honestly. I've paid little attention to college basketball this year, if I'm being totally honest. But we're going to get right into it and see how it goes out. So we're going to start with the West region. Um, I'm just going to go, I'm just going to pick one over 16 seed, Gonzaga. I hate Gonzaga, honestly. They're a really good team, but I hate them. I, I just don't, they're in a weak conference. I just don't like that they're good. I just don't trust, the, I don't know. Uh, Oklahoma versus Mizzou. Again, don't know much about this this matchup, but we're going to go kind of a flip of a coin. We're going to go Oklahoma, just because Oklahoma. Creighton, who actually knocked down knocked out uh, my Butler Bulldogs of the Big East Tournament, versus UCSB, um, University of California, Santa Barbara. We'll see. I'm going to say Creighton, just because they're a really solid team. Uh, they play good defense. They have some some. some I, I'm trying to do analysis, but I don't really know anything. So Creighton, we're going to pick Creighton. Now, University of Virginia versus University of Ohio. Uh, I'm going to pick University of Virginia. But instead of USC, we're going to go Wichita State or Drake, whichever one. Uh, we're going to pick Kansas. Oregon or VCU? Uh, VCU. Iowa or Grand Canyon? We're going to go Iowa. Luca Garza is just too damn good. Um, and by the way, I'm going to go region by region, and then we'll get to the overall theme. So um, we're going to pick Iowa versus VCU. Gonna go Iowa again. They're just too good. Uh, Wichita State or Drake? I'm gonna go Kansas over them too. All right. I don't like how this looks. I'm actually gonna <laughs> see now. I have like all of the seeds you kind of expect to win, except for or VCU over Oregon, uh, and it makes me doesn't make me feel good. I don't like it. So I'm actually gonna go back and change USC to beat uh, Wichita State and Drake, and I'm gonna pick USC to actually beat Kansas as well. Don't know why I changed it, but we did. Next, we have, all right, Gonzaga, Gonzaga. Gonzaga's really good this year, like actually really good this year, I think. So um, as much as I don't want them to win, I'm still going to pick them. Creighton or Virginia, though? I'm going to pick Virginia again. Um, and then I'm going to pick Iowa over USC and Gonzaga over Creighton. And I'm going to pick Iowa to go into the final four. Oh, boy. Now we're in the, what is this? So, um, this region, now we're down here in this region, no idea. Michigan, 16 over one, so hard to pick. Um, St. Bonaventure though, I'm going to pick them to beat LSU. Colorado or Georgetown? Colorado. I mean, I don't think Patrick Ewing can lead his team to a victory, um, in the tournament. We'll see though. Florida State, going to pick them to win. MSU versus UCLA, or UCLA versus BYU. I'm going to go with the, uh, the, the 11 over the 16 again. Uh, Texas versus ACU, I really don't know. Texas it seems like a really good squad from what I've seen. They have Greg Brown, who's a freshman, who's super good. Uh, so we're going to go Texas. UConn or Maryland? I'm picking Maryland, honestly. Uh, Bama, um, shout out to Javon Quinterly. Don't know who he is, but shout out to Javon Quinterly. Uh, he went to Villanova, didn't work out, went to Alabama, has worked out great. Um, I'm going to pick Alabama actually to win that next game. I'm going to pick Texas to win that game. I'm going Colorado, and I'm going to go... Nah, Michigan is so good, man. I'm going to go Texas to beat Bama, and I'm going to go Michigan to make it to the Elite Eight. I'm going to pick Michigan to be in the Final Four. All right, now we're here in the, we'll say the Southwest region, just because I don't know what region it is. One over 16, easy enough. Loyola Chicago versus Georgia Tech. Uh, I'm going to go Georgia Tech. Uh, Tennessee or Oregon State, I'm going Oregon State for that upset. Um, Oklahoma State or um, Liberty University, I'm going to go Oklahoma State. That's going to be a good game. Oregon State, Oklahoma State. Uh, but that's Cade Cunningham. Oof, we'll see. 
Cuse over San Diego State. Uh, San Diego State, I feel like, has got a squad, so we're going with them. Um, Moorhead State versus West Virginia. Bob Higgins, what you, what are you saying, buddy? Nah, Bob Higgins isn't getting upset in the first round. I don't see it happening. Clemson versus Rutgers. I'm picking Rutgers. Houston versus Cleveland State, I think. Houston's really good. We're going to have them to win. Um, Rutgers or Houston? I'm going to go Houston. I'm going to go San Diego State to beat Bob Huggins. I'm going to go Oregon State to actually beat Oklahoma State. And I'm going to go Illinois to win. Oh, wait, no. This is Cade Cunningham. We're going to go Cade, Hun- Cade Cunningham to win to, to win that game. He's goes to Oklahoma State. Probably be the number one pick in the draft. We'll see. But he's a really good player. Illinois or Oklahoma State? Mm, that's a tough pick. Nah, okay. I'm thinking Cade Cunningham's probably going to have like a 40 ball in this game. But I bet Illinois still wins, wins the game. And I'm going to have San Diego State to somehow make it all the way to the Elite Eight. And I'm going to have Illinois in the Final Four, which is, this is not a good sign, people. I currently have a one seed, a one seed, and a two seed in the Final Four. I don't like that. That's too good of picks to put in the number one, put in the Final Four, I think, honestly. Okay, so here we go. Last region. What are we thinking? Baylor over the 16th seed, easy enough. Wisconsin's going to beat North Carolina. Nova or Win- Winthorpe University? I have no idea. We're going to pick Nova just because it's Nova. Even though they have uni- they have a lot of injuries, I think they'll still win the first round. Purdue versus whatever school that is. Um, Purdue, unfortunately, as much as I hate to see them win, they're probably going to win. Utah State versus Texas Tech. Texas Tech, probably. Arkansas versus Gate. Don't know what school that is, but we're going to go uh, Arkansas. Uh, we're actually going to go with Nova to lose now that I don't have an upset. <laughs> Just have to pick an upset somewhere. Also, this year there's not going to be very many fans, so like maybe the upset factor will be erased. Who knows? Florida or Virginia Tech, we're going to go Virginia Tech. Ohio State, oh, Ohio State, or or what? I have no idea. So we're going to go Ohio State. Uh, we're going to go Ohio State, Ohio State to be Virginia Tech, and then we're going to go Texas Tech to go to play Ohio State. Purdue's going to win this game. Um, Purdue's going to play Baylor. They're going to get beat by Baylor. Um, and then Texas Tech, Ohio State. Oh, my goodness, guys. I don't like this. I have one and two seeds all in the Final Four. <sighs> We're going to go Baylor. Oh, God. I have a 2, a 1, and a 1, and a 1 in the Final Four. This is not good at all. Um, I don't trust at all. I think you need a good mix of seeds in there, but oh, well. Um, so who do we going to have going to the championship, though? Michigan versus Iowa and Baylor versus Illinois. This is tough. I really don't know. Um, Baylor, they seem like the best team in the country from what I've seen of them, so I'm going to go with them. I'm thinking Juwan Howard's going to win that game. And now the big dog, Butler ver- or Baylor versus Michigan. What are we thinking? The Bears versus the Wolverines. Um, we're gonna flip a coin. We have a dime here. We have heads or tails. We're gonna we're gonna flip it and see what happens. Oh God. Oh, I didn't even pick. So heads is Michigan since on top. Tails is Baylor if they're on the bottom. And it is tails. So Baylor wins the national championship. Hooray! Oh, I have to pick a tiebreaker. They're gonna win. 68 to 61. Finish bracket. Bam. Saved it. Done. That took 10 minutes. That took way too long. And I'm sorry if that was boring. It probably was. You probably don't care. Um, but that's life. Uh, so we have Baylor winning. Good job. Go meet. Uh, I'm, I'm, that's all I've got for the procrastinating podcast, honestly. We've always typically finished with um, the feel-good article. 
Should we do it this week? Probably, right? We probably should. Just because that's what we do. Mm, sure, we'll, we'll finish with one article. I'll be right back with the quick, with the feel good article. We're back with the feel good article. Hello and welcome back. So uh, I'm just gonna have one quick feel good article just because you know, it's been like a emotionally tough episode, I guess, kind of. I don't know, I feel a little, uh, ee, that's how I feel. So the only feel good article for the week, driver pulled over in Wisconsin was using a camping chair. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, so recently, a trooper in North, North Central Region stopped this pickup truck for an equipment violation. On his approach, the trooper noticed the vehicle was not equipped with seats and the driver was seated in a camping chair. Driving a car without a chair in a camping chair. Um, good move, guy. There's also snow on the ground of the vehicle. Oh my god. What are you doing, bro? Equipment violation on his the vehicle was not equipped with seats. The driver was seated. Oh my god. He was only given a warning. Oh, okay. If, whether he was ticketed or given a warning. Um, what are you doing, guy? You silly, silly Billy. What are you doing? I have no idea. So, um, yeah, that's, that, that's, that's it for this episode of the Procrastinate Podcast. Um, really, in summary, it's been a tough year. It's been a long year. Um, I hope this episode made, me think, made you think about your year since things have really changed forever um things will go back to normal eventually i still believe that in my heart we'll get there soon enough not right now not next week not in a month but we'll get there uh even though we were saying the exact same things last year which is kind of funny still the same rhetoric but you got to believe you got to keep saying it you got to keep believing in it because it will happen this is this is temporary believe it or not it has been a long long time but this is temporary we will get to pass this you are a very strong person I'm a very strong person, whether we either of us believe it or not. We are strong people. We've made it this far. We can make it through the rest of this. And we can survive. Keep your chins up. Keep your smiles on if you can, if you got one. And try and be nice to those around you. Because that's all we can do right now. Life is tough for all of us. Perhaps for me, the most tough it's been since the beginning of the pandemic. But uh, we still got to keep going. And that's exactly what we're going to do. And that rounds out this week's episode of the Procrastinated Podcast. TPP, trying to get that acronym popping, you know, and those keyword search terms and everything. Uh, I have been your host, Matthew B. Stein. You have been fantastic, as always. And I will see you next week with another episode of the Procrastinated Podcast. TPP. The Reggie Miller episode next week. I will see you then. Hope you have a great week. Peace out. Wow!